What is up, everybody? It is Jordan Sarmo. Today, I got Ross, the boss, back on the podcast with me. But before we get to it, don't forget, speaktruthwithoutfear.com. Put in your email, and then if you can, at the top right, click the support tab and check out the different ways that you can support Speak Truth Without Fear. We got Ross the Boss song. We're on YouTube. We're on Rumble. Don't forget to leave a review. This is the Speak Truth Without Fear podcast. All righty. We're back. It's your boy. <laughs> This vegetable beef soup that I've got in front of me is relatively subpar. I don't think I'll finish it. It's not worth the calories. Are you eating vegetable soup over there? Supposed to be vegetable beef soup, but I'll let you know when I find the first piece of beef in here. I haven't seen it yet, the buggers. Oh my goodness. What is going on, everybody? It is Jordan Sarmo and Ross the Boss. Yup, yup. We're back. Two episodes in a row, Ross. Oh, is this what? our show? Wow. Incredible. So what do you do? Your taxes on time, guys? <laughs> Wes, right, is just, Wes is just shaking his head back there. You should always do your hacks, your taxes a year ahead of time. Here's the seven <laughs> reasons. Uh, he, can't even, he can't even hear us right now. Uh, um, Wes is uh, he's a. Uh, producer business partner everything with speak truth uh, but real quick real speak truth without fear.com if you're listening um you know the deal give us your email dang it <laughs> G- give us sick of asking we want it now name. yep um your Ross, kids are gonna like it what's new this week man you, uh, I've been listening to Love Letter to America from the K, the former KJB guy that basically helped the KJB create the downfall of multiple other countries and witnessed yep. how they do it. The, the way that communists will uh, infiltrate versus uh, invade nowadays. There's not really a need to do the invasion and fire gunshots. You can just make everybody really, really stupid in a country. And then they just vote for really dumb things. It's like you literally send them the materials over 70 years of what a noose requires. And then you give and then you tell them to stay blind and just keep moving your hands the way you say. And eventually they create a rope and they put it over the top of a beam and they hang themselves. (laughs) Yeah, literally. No, basically, what's happening right now. Love letter to America. You know, we've been we've been talking about this book. I am. I am shocked by the accuracy in that book compared to what we're experiencing, especially because it was released more than what, 30 years ago. 19. It was written in 1984, 84. Yeah. 84. So like everything that he talks about is, is he was warning us in 1984 and you look at it now and read it now. And you're like, Oh my gosh, he, he had to write this book this year, but no, he wrote it in 1984. Even, even the funny, uh, even the funny examples that he'll give are just hilarious. He's like, so you keep the population focused on um, uh, issues really that trivial don't things, really trivial things that don't matter at all. Yep. Like, and he gives like four examples and of the four examples, we're living three of them right now. Yes. Like equality. He's like the idea of like equality. He's like you, it's really just the guys to get power because if you're ever trying to redistribute anything, it involves what 
a third party who has, which is the state who gets the guns and gets everything or gets the control and then mandates yes. to the other people to, to, con, to conform to an idea, which is exactly what communism is. And so um, anyway, it was just really interesting because he's like, you're never equal. He's like, no matter what happens, you're not equal. Jordan, you were born and you were 7.9 pounds. I was born and I was 8.6 pounds. Therefore, I had a little bit of extra fat that kept me warm in those nights, which may have accumulated to me to have 2% better brain mass and da-da-da-da-da. Therefore, we're different. You can't fix that. You can never legislate real equality in a way that is actually perfect. You can do your best to get you know opportunity of outcome, but you can't legislate real uh, full equity. It's just not no. possible. Well, I mean, and, and I'm going to play it. I'll play this through my phone and hopefully you guys can hear and I'll fix it in the, the right production. Um, but Fidel Castro is a perfect example of this. I posted a video two days ago. I mean, obviously we know what's going on in Cuba right now or we hear what's going on. We'll, we'll probably talk about that for a little bit. Uh, but Fidel Castro in Cuba is the perfect example because you're going to, I'm going to play this audio and you're going to, it's your, the first two interviews is Fidel Castro before he took power. And then the third interview, it's about a minute and a half long is after he took power and listen to the difference of what he is saying. What is your political philosophy? Are you a communist or a Marxist? There is not communism or Marxism in our ideas. Our political philosophy is representative democracy and social justice in a well-planned economy. There is not communism or Marxism in our ideas. I have said very clear that we are not communists. How do you I will explain? never be against any right that is my think in politics. I am not communist at all. I am not communist at all. Your newspapers, radio, television, motion pictures are under state control. No dissent or opposition is allowed in the public media. We do not have your same conceptions. Our concept of freedom of the press is not yours. And I say this very honestly. I have nothing to hide. If you ask us if a paper could appear here against socialism, I could say honestly, no, it cannot appear. It would not be allowed by the party, the government, nor the people. Okay. In that sense, we do not have the freedom of the press that you possess in the U.S. What's, what, what, what did he just say? He said that if we do not have the same free press that you have in the United States. So I will be completely honest with you. If the no one in the government or the people are, allow are allowed to speak out against socialism in Cuba. and so, But before he got elected... He was saying, we're not communists, we're not Marxists, we're not socialists. This is about human rights, and this is about social justice issues in a, in a free, open economy. That's what he promised. Or a well-planned economy. Or a well, that's what he said, a well-planned economy. Then he gets in office, and that's what I'm saying. Every single time, Marxism and communism, it, it, is, it promises utopia, but it always produces poverty and that's why Always. i mean 
And, and it, what, what sickens me right now about Cuba, bro, what pisses me off the most about Cuba is that, one, you have lies and the people are suffering because of it. But two, you have the Biden administration right now twisting this and saying that the reason that they're protesting is because they don't have the vaccine. Which is a straight lie. <laughs> I can't, like, that is just pure evil to me. That you can literally just take the pain and the suffering that has been happening since, I believe, 1954 or 59. I think it's 1959. It's the since same thing BLM does with black pain to win an election. Yes. They're hijacking real hype and then, and then slapping a different face on it and acting like that's – dude, it's so evil, man, to lie like this. Yeah. No, Golly. It, so is there any proof that there was people who are actually rioting because they wanted the vaccine? Is oh, no, no. Legitimate? I mean you can go literally – like I encourage you guys, go on Twitter or Instagram, search the hashtag Cuba or Cuba Libre, L-I-B-R-E. And go through the videos. If you go on my Instagram story right now, which by the time that you're listening to this, it'll be almost deleted. Um, I'll, ma- I'll make a highlight. If you guys, there are videos you will see of one, the military and the security of the, of the government from Cuba. They are going in and kidnapping their, the, the parents' children and yeah, their teenagers. That. They're kidnapping them. That's number one. Number two, they're killing them in the streets. Number three, they're doing the exact same thing that they did in Colombia where they're dressing up as civilians and they're killing the people as, um, the, as the mil- undercover military. And so you have <sighs> this communist regime that is basically doubling down. The president has left Cuba. He's taken the family. He's got them out. And now they are enforcing and they are bringing hell on the people and all the people want is freedom all the people want i watched i watched a video this morning of benny uh is it uh benny Benny Johnson. johnson and he took his crew to cuba last year and they were there for three days and i mean the they could not find anywhere to get gas the food is all the same it's just like there's like only specific specific items that you can get you have to wait in line and go in at a certain time to even get the food same thing for to get the gas and it's just I just, you know, I, I find this so difficult for, for, it would seem that it would be very difficult for countries to actually recover after something like this, because number one, Jordan, like, let's pretend that they get rid of evil guy a who and how does the population get to communicate with each other to figure out who new person B would be. What seems to happen in these scenarios most often is that person A is ridiculed and demonized and then removed. Usually yep. usually it's, it's set up by the CIA or something like that to do that to other countries to get who we want in there. And then whoever had the funding of the yep. global society around that country places a figure into play. And it usually is not a neutral figure that's actually for the people of Cuba. So my question is... Let's say they succeed in some way, these people, and they're like able to be like, we want real freedom where we get to decide what comes in, what goes out, what the military, like, let's say they're basically, I mean, the country's basically restarting, yeah. you know, in, in, in a way. How, 
that seems like such a big ass mess to deal with that I don't think that anybody would. And the reason I'm saying that, Jordan, is because I feel like if this happens in America, the problem is with America is if you slow America down long enough, China goes to number one. And we know yes. what happens. We know what happens when China gets number one. They have a million Uyghur, Uyghur Muslims in concentration camps right now because they disagree with their ideology and they're harvesting their organs and literally they're uh, – sterilizing their women and forced abortions on their women. So like we know Dude, that this, this is it's happening. depressing. This is like it really is. Like to think of how evil the world is. It's true. It really is depre- it really it, is depressing, man. It really is. And you know we didn't used to really have a grid for it because we were we weren't you know, aware. We were just weren't aware yet, you know, but now we're seeing these dirty freaking tentacles reach their hand across the water and and they've got all these people in the United States chanting their pre-revolutionary bullshit to try and get this country to topple because yeah. it's the – and you know what the thing is, man, is the whole world loses as a net positive if America goes down. If uh, you know, yeah. if all these different countries that had a – like, dude, if you remember Iraq or whatever, or Afghanistan, one of those countries like 70 years ago was like exactly like the United States was – in the 50s and the 60s, they had yeah. like every women were driving. They were wearing cute little outfits from the U.S. and stuff. Not that that's a full sign of liberation, but it is a sign that like the. But it, no, it is. It's the fruit of it. Well, yeah, it's the fruit of, of not feeling weird culturally about things and not having damn revolutions. I'm just so sick of this. Really what it is is there's a monster that wants to control everything out there, and it's big and it's strong, and we're just learning about it in the last six months. We've known about its dangers but we're just learning about how it operates in the last six months, Jordan. And so it's like, we're specifically in the last three months, if we can and, be honest. And what, what drives me insane is that you have, I don't know, 20% of this nation, maybe 30%, that want the same policies that drove Cuba into the ground, Venezuela into the ground, or China. I mean, they they... There's people in this country. I mean, I posted a video two days ago of this one college kid student, and he's talking about how communism and Marxism is the only hope for utopia. And it's just like, well, okay, he's right. He's right for a second. All right. If you can trust 100% of the people in your society right, right. <laughs> and the elected official, if you can trust, if there's 17 of us, Jordan, if it was in a Jesus. random. If yeah, it was if Jesus the, in a right, communist reign. Right, then that's wonderful. Monarchy all the way. You know, give give the person who's worthy of power power, but that person doesn't exist right now. And it's like, that's the thing. If there were 17 of us and we were like, let's form our own little society over here. Jordan, you you catch all the fish for us. I'm gonna cook all the I'm gonna make all the you know the plants for us. I'll I'll do all that farming part. Jenny's gonna do the gathering of the berries or whatever. We're like we could do a all bring together, and then one arbiter person who maybe actually loves all seventeen of you can be like, cool. Everybody's gonna get their even share, and that works as long as there's trust and people are honorable. People are not honorable, and people are not trustworthy. And yeah. since you cannot figure out which ones are which, you cannot do a full utopian system. As much as that sounds wonderful, kid, who you were talking about, it's not possible without trust, and people are not trustworthy. Look how you felt about Trump two years ago. Yeah, You wouldn't have trusted him, right, guys, on the left? So you don't want to have to trust people in power. That's what we're trying to tell all you knuckleheads on the left that think that we're crazy. We're saying, dude, 
We have to work it out amongst ourselves. You can't get big bro government to show up and try to even the match because he's going to take your chicken nuggets and my chicken nuggets, dude. Right. right. I mean, we went, dude, we went from, think about this. We went from two weeks to slow the spread to now, which Disclosed TV reported this uh, this morning. Biden allied groups, including the DNC, plan to engage fact checkers and um, fact, check, fact checkers with S- and work with SMS carriers to dispel misinformation about the vaccine that is sent over social media and text messages. Listen to this. We are, <laughs> we are not just – if we think the buck stops at social media censorship, we're crazy. Next, so where did this come from? Disclose TV. Disclose.tv reported this. Um, reported been, what? Where, reported where, where that, was that announced? That the DNC announced it, that they, are, that they plan to engage the f- same fact checkers that are fact checking, the same third parties that are fact checking Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. They are now wanting, they are now reaching out to the SMS uh, carriers to basically fact check and text message any to stop vaccine hesitation unbelievable we went from two weeks to slow the spread to now the government and the democratic party wanting to now fact check our own text messages but then we're labeled conspiracy theorists for warning about this marxism and this communism that is approaching the united states of america but we're labeled conspiracy theorists by the same people that are willing to voluntarily give away their freedoms to the same government they have been crying and screaming injustice. That was good. I'm gonna say that again. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> that, but no, seriously, this is what we're. This is the hypocrisy and the double standard we're dealing with. This is the people that we're dealing with. They scream injustice. Black Lives Matter. This everyone is racist, critical race theory, every single racism exists in every single part of society in America. The government is bad. The presidency is bad. Everyone is racist. But let me blindly trust my health and everything to the same government. It just makes clown world. It is. It's actually clown world. Hey, people are untrustworthy and can be evil. White men are bad. Oh, you mean all those bastards running the thing that you're trusting to bring the restitution that you desire? You dipshits. They're a bunch of old white people. You dumbasses. Do you think they actually are interested in trying to help you? So stupid. It How is. does somebody who's supposed to make $150,000 a year walk out of their life in Congress with a $24 million portfolio? You dipshits. Stop <laughs> giving these people power and stop letting them act like they're going to bring the rescue. We need to bring bullying back. When people say dumb things, Jordan, somebody needs to be there to go, that was a stupid thing to say. Here's why. <laughs> I'm so sick of stupid ideas being allowed to be said more than twice to stupid people. And you know what? Yeah. If you really want to make this – If you really want to make it simple, here's what's happening. There's a really terrible idea that has destroyed every country that it's touched. And they're bringing that same idea here. And everybody who's over 35 kind of feels the same way. So they're just making the 14-year-olds and and, and 25-year-olds and below say all the dumb shit. 
Yes. And all the wounded, emotionally damaged people that grew up in psychologically compromised situations that aren't healthy mentally are clinging for a reason to be alive and they need revolution in order to feel like they have a justified existence. So they cling to this bullshit. And yeah. here we are five days later fighting off a raging freaking mob of rainbow unicorns with dildos trying to freaking <laughs> trying to freaking tell you that they're going to doctrinate your kids. Like, here we are, the normal-ass people. Like, can I just go to work and not talk to people? No, you must lick the gay unicorn first. You it, must lick it on the wall. It is unreal. It, it really is. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at stories right now in Cuba, and we're going we're gonna to move on from this here next. But That got me fired up, dude. I'm, I'm pissed at these it, dummies. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I'm looking at, if you guys, if you search these hashtags, these are the videos that you're going to find. One woman, her nephew was killed today, and they pulled out all of his teeth before they sent him out to the dogs to kill him. This is communism. Another man, his wife was beaten in front of his daughter. Now they have her held at, as a political prisoner, and they'll probably kill her in there. This is communism. That's what the husband's saying. The Cuban Revolutionary Armed Forces are picking up teenagers between the ages of 17 and 19, recruiting them to join and oppose the protesters. If they decline, they are arrested and stuffed in unmarked cars and beaten until they comply or they die. Um, Red Pill Babe, 1776, Bella says, this is why we cannot stop fighting for our country. America is the beacon of freedom. Cubans are waving American flags in the streets of Havana right now. I mean, and, and you think about it. The, these nations God, can you that, imagine being a Cuban right now and, and going, we are waving the American flag, and then you get to see the America and Biden's decrepit ass uninterested bought by china uninterested in stopping real suffering is not even in dude what a grave evil that has happened to the united states that has happened to the world that has because it's so large we don't remember it jordan we're like oh it's not a big right. deal this is hugely evil it's yeah. evil i mean even why is it that the protesters in cuba and venezuela in Hong Kong, they always have American flags when they're, when they're protesting for freedom because America and the flag represents liberty and freedom, not racism, <laughs> not oppression. It represents freedom, and the world is looking at America for the hope, the beacon of the light, um, the shining house on the hill. I mean, that is what the world looks to America as, and... We have people from within that are trying to destroy it, which is what Love Letter to America talks about, how you can destroy a country without using any military force, using ideological subversion. And you do that through the education system. You do that through entertainment. You do that through uh, pop. Yes, exactly. Yeah, um, it's, and it's, it was I mean, crazy. It's simple. And, and, you know, if, you, if it goes down to it, Jordan, it is simply this. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Yeah. People are lying. People are misleading. They are bearing false witness, and we see what that can do to people. You know, it's interesting. Because people don't – I don't feel like people uh, – I don't know. Maybe people lie a lot, but I don't know. It just seems like the gravest uh, 
wound that could come from deception worth watching it worldwide right now. Deception is yeah. murdering millions of people a year. Yep. No, it's it's true. It's it is a sad time. And I just don't know what I'm confused about is it like has the world always been like this and we've just been oblivious to it because we didn't have social media. We didn't, you know, we weren't awakened or this has been going on for the longest time. Um, or it's, or, or it's, it hasn't. And it's just like, it just got bad out of the sudden. But I mean, I know this has been probably happening for a very long time. We're just, I don't know much about, aware. Bef- I don't know much before. I don't know much about before, like the, honestly, like the 1900 time frame. I don't, yeah. I really don't know much about 1800, 1700, 1600. Like that stuff's, you know, so difficult to track. There's not a video of the speech that George Washington gave at the thing. You know, there's not a video yep. of Oliver Cromwell and, or what was his name? King Arthur. You know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Yep. So yeah. it's pray for, but Cuba. I don't know. I mean, that's a great question. It seems like there's one octopus somewhere that's got tentacles everywhere because they use the same playbook. Yeah, I, I I took a picture of uh, some guy on Twitter, and it was like uh, he said, "Whenever <laughs> it's time, uh, whenever it's time to uh, to have a revolution, the CIA and the U.S. intelligence agencies crank up their old notebook and then pull out the same thing, and it's a picture of a fist, and then it showed the forty or so revolutions that have happened with that image, mm. with the fist being the image, and the same, it's the BLM fist." Wow. That's so crazy. You know, and it's just like, ugh. It's where we're at, man. It's where we're at, dude. But you know what? Like, I am believing in, I mean, look, if Trump knows everything we know and he saw everything we saw, if it was really hopeless, I think he would kind of tell us, like, guys, like, or maybe he wouldn't. Maybe he's like, we'll go down together. I'd tell you one thing, if they went after him, they'd rouse the beast, that's for damn sure. I completely agree. Um, here's some good news, critical race theory, switching over, because this, I mean, we're really talking about Marxism and communism, which critical race theory was created by a Marxist, um, and it was a very interesting fact, I just found, I just, we, last night on uh, Instagram, on the Speak Truth Without Fear Instagram live show, we had MAGA Hawk on. We had Craig Long on, and we had Topher the Rapper, and we talked about critical race theory and Marxism for most of the night. Um, And we really got into critical race theory in detail, and it's very interesting. One year ago, only 1% of the public in America knew what critical race theory was. One year later, 70% of the nation knows what critical race theory is. And only 25% of the nation have a very favorable favorable view of critical race theory over 58% have a very unfavorable uh, view of it. So you, I mean, and this this, is the shit that's being pushed in schools that the teachers unions are saying, we don't care what the parents want. You will be taught this. If you're in my class, those stuck up twats, this is a losing argument for the left. And so it's, I actually believe that critical race theory has been a gift to Republicans to take the narrative back and go on the offense because this is a losing independence hate critical race theory. Um, well, that blue- just makes me mad because unions are supposed to be for the betterment of the people. 
The unions yeah. were originally, you know, that was an idea. I mean, like that's, that's been dead. Know, I, I grew up hearing that, you know, but it's like, yeah. no, now they're a political faction. And it's, I know they've been a political faction. They contribute to political campaigns. But like the day that you turn against the parents in your district is the day that I stop respecting you as a whole. What are yep. you thinking? Yep. Your job no, is by paying, by being paid by taxpayers dollars, you're supposed to do what the taxpayers want you to do. They're literally telling you, we don't want this taught. We don't think it's right. And the teachers are going, mm, we think we know better. We've seen what that happens with that in the past, man. When you stop giving American taxpayers, I think this is going to blow up, Jordan. Like everything, I feel like everything's going to—it's coming to a head somewhere, bro. This is not yeah. good. What well, were you I mean, saying? Though I interrupted you with that long no, ass rant. No, no, it's it's that's great. Um, wait, wait, but we're winning. We're winning. We're the on CRT the CRT debate. We are winning the CRT debate. We really are. But it's more than that because I think it's also exposing how evil because when pe people are looking up where this came from which oh this was created by a marxist who got kicked out of his school franklin in france that literally left got kicked out of his school because he was a marxist france is like hey we don't want your ideology here you're kicked out he comes to the states and then uh creates critical race theory it was created by herbert Macuza. Um, so after we fix all this stuff, Jordan, how do we make sure this crap never happens again? And if we even take over if America, the school boards, no, I don't mean the school boards. I mean, like if America can defeat this idea and we can actually go against and the whole world wakes up and goes against communism and socialism or whatever, how do we move forward as a people? There's a lot of people that are expecting this to turn into a golden age, meaning like they're super hopeful about the next like 30, 40, 50 years because of what's going to happen after this thing resolutes itself over the next year and a half. The or whole great, great awakening. Right. If it doesn't happen, well, then I have an apocalyptic lens. It'll be civil for war. How, for, yeah, I have an apocalyptic lens for how I'm going to see that. It's going to be obviously insane. But if it does go positive, I wonder what th what – particular new types of laws or whatever will, will, will be put out to limit or confront. Well, it's almost like if you're, if you're afraid of guns, get more guns. I think if you're afraid of ideas, make sure the ideas get to battle. You know, maybe that's the thing that somebody implements. Like if you say something like that's communist in thought or anything close to it, you have to have somebody debate you while you're there and you have to be able to prove your damn point and make sure you're right. I think, and I think the, the same thing about everything. I think the only the only way that's going to happen is if these corrupt politicians go to jail. They, I mean, they, they have ha to, man. They have to. Like they the have to go to jail. There's too much corruption, dude. Yeah, I mean, the people have to be held accountable for the theft. For I mean, how much money these politicians are making on these spending bills? Um, the way that and they stole they, they, their families, the insider trading, the way that they stole, <clears throat> excuse me, the way that they took the emergency funds for COVID and completely stole that money in so many different states, which is what's actually happening in South Africa right now. I don't know if you've seen the videos in South Africa. There is massive looting happening in South Africa, and the government stole over $500 million from the people, which is the same thing that happened in Colombia. And you have mass, massive looting right now happening in South Africa. It's actually like cities entire – it's making BLM look like child's play. Oh, I mean, no, I've seen some of it. I just didn't know what they were looting for. I haven't even had a chance to look into it. I've been busy with work. Yeah, well, what it's looking like is actually the government is part – they are paying these – they are – encouraging it which is why the government's not taking action and they want to rebuild a new 
I mean, there's a plan for it. Because South Africa was a relatively stable place. Is that right? 20 years ago? Yeah, very stable. Yeah, I thought so. I thought I remember South Africa being like a a decent place. But there's a a lot of racism going on towards white people in South Africa. They're stealing their farms and stuff like that. Yeah. Interesting how this whole thing plays out. It's a little bit annoying to be in this time uh, rather than to be like an all-seeing eye above this time, like a bird's-eye view of all this, because it just seems like there's so much. Like, it's re- once you see it once, you see it everywhere, and you're like, ah, they're just trying to destroy the country so they can get control. Whoever, whoever they are, whoever they is, they want control, and I don't know why they want control. I mean, you would think that taxing people is a decent way to make a lot of money. But it seems like they want something different than just money because they've got a lot of it. You know, the 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 people at the top who are probably making these calls. So would it I mean, be safe to say trigger alert for the lefties? The white man is more oppressed than the black man right now. <laughs> it depends what country. There's still nine million slaves in uh, there's still nine million slaves in Africa right now. So oh, yeah. I tell you who is more oppressed than everybody in America and everybody that's white black slaves in africa today yeah dummies i know i know um but yeah and they're enslaved by by their own people i tell you one thing which is how they got in the states in the first place right but i'll tell you one thing that is true one thing that's true is that we in america surely uh have it good yeah we do i mean we're blessed man we live in the best country in the world there's there's no question of it and that's why again i mean this the the thing that that makes me hate this critical race theory hate this marxism you know the things that wake up make a love letter to america warns about is that they're trying to erase our history and they're trying to distort it and change it so that you can destroy from within because if you change the history then you change, honestly, you, you don't learn from those mistakes or the past and you can repeat the same evil things because... Well, that's the, the goal, right? But, but yes. so that's the question though, is what is the goal of well, these people that are causing, like, why would they want to suck more money? They already have quite a bit. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like they want control of 99% instead of control of 86% or something of like the global income scales. And it's like, okay, but Why? Is it because then you can bring all of it under your control and consolidate even better? Maybe, you know, but oh, it's yeah. like, I mean, it's the great, dude, it's the great reset. I mean, that's really, no, I get it. But I'm saying like, what's the moral principle of it? Like, who are the people that are like, what, what is the moral mind? Not moral. What is the moral system of the person that's running this? And I know me and you would probably agree about what that principality who's running things really is you know, or what it's connected to or whatever. But like, anyway, if that didn't exist, I don't understand why the people at the top would be trying to destabilize everything. That seems like a non-benefit. Yeah, I, I do not, I don't get it. Um, Okay. We got about 10 more minutes. Let's talk about the election. Trump. Yes. uh, Trump put out a statement today. I'm going to read it. Joe Biden is going to Pennsylvania today in a rush in order to stop the forensic audit that the Pennsylvania Republican Senate is in the process of doing. Philadelphia was a cesspool of corruption, which will soon be revealed by the audit. Why, they, why are they so concerned that a president who never goes anywhere 
would hop on the beautiful Air Force One and head to Philadelphia if there was an honest selection. Why not let the audit go forward and make everybody on both sides happy? The results will be the results, but they know that it was not an honest election. I think, they think the re- I think they think the results won't be the results. I think they think the people running the audits are all Team Trump. Yeah. I mean, that, and that can be Well, that's what too. my buddy told me. He was a lefty. He was like, well, you trust this guy? And he gave me three reasons why the guy running the Maricopa County one was like Team Trump before. You know, and he was like, so you trust the guy who's Team Trump to run the audit? Okay, well, I'll send somebody afterwards who likes Biden to do an audit too, and then we'll compare the two or whatever. And it's like, ugh, but it's like, yeah. come on, dude. Like, you have, let's, let, why don't we look at the data that's presented when right. they do it and then go, does this make sense to us? Could this have occurred? And here's the proof of it. Oh, okay, that does seem to be true. Rather than, I don't want to just trust the guy's conclusion, I want to see his conclusion and right. all, I want to see the math. Right. I want to see the math that he had to do to get there. Yeah. Right? I, want I mean, to see the paper ballots. I want to see the no, the no folds with the digital markings rather than an ink handwritten marking. I want to see the, the biz, have the amount of businesses that sent out 15 uh, ballots, you know, because people they're, falsely said they'd live there. Well, and yeah. All that. They're not going to be able to dispute what is about to get dropped. I really don't think so. I don't think even. What do you mean what's about to get dropped? You mean Maricopa County first? Yeah, Maricopa County. Like, I do believe. What's our date on that? How much longer? 10 days, less than 10 days. Less than 10 days, and they're going to drop everything, Jordan? Less than 10 days. They're going to drop everything. Don't play games with me. I've been my heart's on this, bro. We're. Bannon uh, reported this morning that he is expecting the full report to be dropped in less than 10 days. Okay, that's cute. By expecting, does he mean he was told by authoritative sources to he get Ross's to- hopes he- up for the 88th time? <laughs> I'm still waiting on Hillary Clinton to be in handcuffs, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's, that's five years ago, right? Um, but so but he yeah, was pretty you, sure so, about so, it, though? Yeah, he was very, very, yeah, very sure because he, he was talking with the Gateway Pundit reporter who's been uh, dealing with the audit and he's been in Maricopa County the entire time. Within and the next 10 days. Next- I cannot wait to see what they what backflips the media and social media do right away to stifle every hint of dissent about this thing i think that six months from now you're gonna have actually let me back up i think less than three months from now you will have arizona pennsylvania and georgia completely flipped i really do i think Um, that i think i think that's true i don't know what happens after they flip Correct. And that's the part I don't trust. True. And and honestly, to me, like, again, you know, the people are saying that people are, Trump's going to come back in office. I'm not even going there. I Do I, right. do hope, I wish? Do I do hope I, that? Do I sure. hope? Yes. But sure. my gut says it would take a lot for it to get overturned. Right. Because um, like you said and like I've said, if if you're as smart as the deep state is at this point to have been able to do all this, do you really think you don't have any defense mechanisms against that? Right. Not one, really. Right. You introduced an entire freaking. You did the worst lockdown in human history in the United States. You destroyed every small business by like a thirty percent marker. And you know, like, there's so many demons they can unleash in pandemics. They can unleash if they want yeah. to try and whatever this thing. And I don't know that. I don't know that we got it in the bag, dude. Yeah, but. I will say, I mean, what where we are winning is on election reform. Like we really are. We're winning. Yes. We're, we're winning in states across the board, and at the very least, as long as we get that. Um, but I mean, I'm I was listening to Warren this morning. And one, just a little Fulton County. I mean, we're talking 
Fulton County was bad. I mean, that they're, they're about to release the Fulton County report too here in about two weeks. Um, but the reason why Biden is going to Pennsylvania right now is because exactly what Trump is saying. The third one. They're, they're about to – Senator Mastriano announced two days ago that they have the votes on the Senate committee to go through with the audit. And if they don't give them the information that they need for the forensic audit, they are going to issue a subpoena to subpoena it all. And they will get it because they have the votes. So Biden, because of this, is flying with the press to Philly today, which is just like what Trump says in his statement, to stop it or to pressure the uh, politicians on the, on the conservative and left to make sure this audit doesn't happen. And I hope they just give him the best perfectly good set of middle fingers when he's talking. She's <laughs> like, mm, now nah, we're going to check, bro. Seriously. How's about we checked Russia for three years for $42 million. Isn't that crazy? And it was all a lie, but you can't let us do one forensic audit. What are you afraid of buddy? Yep. I tell you what, you can bring your own, uh, you can bring your own watchdog with us, but we're going to do everything we're going to do. Ugh. Did you, did you see this letter from William, Mc, William, McSwan, he was the district, he's a United States attorney in the Eastern District of Pennsylvania. No. He wrote a letter to President Trump on June 9th, and Trump decided to release it today. And it's a two-page letter. I'm not going to read the entire thing. Give me some nuggets, Jordy. In the nuggets, number one, he said that he saw the election fraud, and it was overwhelming, but he was given orders by oh, Barr. Bill Barr, that's right. Bill Barr to, to give all the evidence to Shapiro, who was the, the uh, attorney general of Pennsylvania, which right. we already know. He says, and he says this in his letter. He goes, isn't it interesting that Barr was telling me to give Shapiro all of the evidence when Shapiro was the, one, the mastermind behind the entire – um, changing all the rules of the election and said that Trump days before yep. even November 3rd, that it was guaranteed that Trump yep. was not going to win Pennsylvania. They were yep. open about it. Yeah, he was open. I remember that. I remember because I was thinking, God, that's such a contrast to something Ben Shapiro would do. And yeah. I was like, this guy's a tool. Man, yes. so, so, I mean, I hope he made copies, right? Or something, or how does that work? Yeah, um... Well, I, this is this is kind of what the audit is going to have to prove. Um, I'm not, I'm sure he has copies. I mean, I've I have no idea. Um, but I mean, I mean, this is this is what he says on election day and afterwards. Our office received various allegations of voter fraud and election irregularities. As a part of my responsibility as a U.S. attorney, I wanted to be transparent with the public and, of course, investigate fully all the allegations. Attorney General Barr, however, instructed me not to make any public statements or put out any press releases regarding possible election irregularities. I was also given a directive to pass along serious allegations to the state attorney general for investigation, the same state attorney general that had declared that you could not win president Trump. I disagree with his decision, but as you know, and then he goes on and I disagree with it. 
dude, I mean, it just stinks. The whole damn thing just stinks. And it's, I mean, this election was completely stolen. And then, and what's, was it what going on in Georgia that Warren was uh, reporting today? They showed, they showed the boxes. This was live inside the room and they showed the boxes of the reports, the pictures of it. And on the box, it says, tr- uh, it says count of ballots in the box, 500. And then you see this person's signature, which they had redacted. So you can't see who signed this. Biden, 500. Trump, zero. The next box, Biden, 250. Trump, zero. Signed, but the Secretary of State of Georgia, freaking Rathisberger, redacted. At, so it's all in black so that you cannot see who signed off on it because someone did. And if we would know who signed off on it, we would know who did the fraud. So when these boxes came in, the Secretary of State redacted and hid who signed so that now the people that are going through the audit can't find out who committed the fraud. Wow, dude. That's wild. (laughs) I mean – and again, that's when people tell me there was no election fraud. I'm like, you, if you would just spend three days – for two hours, you would find so much overwhelming evidence. You just yeah, gotta look. It doesn't take very long. It's a seven. You know, it's a. I always say that you're seven minutes of research away from the truth. Usually, um, myself included. Like the the San Francisco Gay Men's Choir. I you know that pedophile thing. They weren't pedophiles. It was yeah. different names or whatever. And I owned up. To, I put that on Instagram. I was like, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be a liar. I don't care how. Like I don't care about my reputation more than I care about the truth. Those guys in the video were not the pedophiles that the video claimed that they were. So, bloop. All right. Um, but, you know, anyway, honesty is always a good thing, man. And I it think is. that I think we need more transparency with this stuff. Anyway, everybody listening to this damn show knows that because everybody's on the team of we want the truth to smack us in the face while it smacks the left, too. That's right. All right. We're going to uh, before we do our closing remarks, don't forget, everyone, speak truth without fear dot com. We need your guys' support, so please click on the support tab. We got a couple different uh, ways that we're giving giving exclusive content, which we're going to start pushing this hard next month, but we want to open this up to the podcasters first that are listening to the podcast. Also, please put in your email at speaktruthwithoutfear.com. All right, Ross, where would you rather live, Venezuela or Cuba? Ooh. Cuba, because I can swim my ass to Florida like all the rest of them do. <laughs> all right, where would you rather live? China or North Korea? North Korea. I feel like Kim Jong Un would be like, I like this guy. Leave him around. Let him make me laugh. I, li- I like China. That. They'd be like, that's funny technically, but we haven't laughed in three decades because we're engineering our DNA. So sorry. And now we're going to send you into the re-education re- camps where you're going to be murdered and be a slave for the rest of your life. Right. You're going with the Uyghurs, buddy. I, I can't believe that majority of our entertainment industry, like they are like all in cahoots with China. It's just, yeah, it's insane to me. But yeah, well, we're going to call this. We'll be back on Friday. We have a guest that's going to be with us, which Ross doesn't even know who it is yet. It's going to be, I believe we're going to have conservative aunt on with us this Friday as well. So we'll have a, it'll be nice. all three of us on. And then next week, I believe we'll have Samita Armstrong. We have some really good guests Samita, lined up. I love Samita, dude. She's so, so pure. 
She is awesome. But all right, guys. Well, don't forget, speaktruthoutfear.com. We'll see you on Friday. Friday. Love you guys.